Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tamatonga. Alrighty, folks. Uh, before we get things started, before I bring on John and Karen to talk about this week in wrestling, we need to address the elephant in the room. First elephant, well, actually, there are two elephants in the room. The first elephant in the room is that obviously Tomatonga is not with us this week on Tama's Island. We are working on getting a hold of Tama. He has been, uh, if you watched Impact No Surrender, you know that Tama suffered a betrayal, both personal and professional, uh, this past weekend when Jay White. Chris Bay uh, joined forces with uh, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, the Good Brothers, seemingly uh, uh, creating either a schism in Bullet Club or outright kicking Tama out of Bullet Club, if you believe uh, Jay White's words. And also Tama has the New Japan Cup coming up. So he's got a lot on his plate right now. We would love him to be on Tama's Island. We will we will get uh we will we will get him back eventually but right now he's on a much more he's on a much bigger mission i even i even texted him and he just he just responded those motherfuckers like he's just he's very singular he's very focused right now on the fact on he's looking for revenge if you've been looking at his twitter revenge is his main focus right now and uh uh you know we're gonna we're gonna dig through the rubble with a fine tooth comb put some pieces together and uh try and figure some stuff out here on this week's uh thomas island like i said We've got John and we've got uh, Karen with us this week. And so if you are, if you're going to stay with us to talk about this week in wrestling, welcome back. If you are uh, uh, waiting for Tama, I totally understand, but we have so a are we. lot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, but we have a lot to talk about this week. But he so texted text you back. Yeah, he texted me, but again, it was just those motherfuckers, and yeah, and so it was. I heard shit. So he's he's still um, very much he's focused on Jay White. He's focused on Carl. If you watched this week's New Year's Golden Series on New Japan, uh, it looks like there's a lot of confusion in the Japanese Bullet Club uh, locker room. So there's just there's a lot there's a lot to kind of sift through. There's confusion here, man. Yeah, no, I I was gonna I was gonna get to that because usually me, man. I thought you know I thought we were boys. Say I don't know what the fuck's going on. That, no, no one, no one knows what's going on. Everything's up in the air right now. Everything's very confusing. But we have a, but it's Tuesday. It's six thirty. We don't go live because we know what's going on. We go live because it's Tuesday. It's six thirty, and so we are live 
on twitch.tv slash Thomas Island. As always, I am your host, uh, Ross W. Berman IV, the culture vulture, the folk city hustler, the dirtbag disruptor, your certified lover boy, the thane of Fife. I am whatever you need me to be this week, but this week specifically, I am here holding down the island while Tama is off in the wilderness looking for revenge. This week, uh, we have with us, as always, uh, dressed in the in the colors of Los Ingobernables de Japón, we got John. John, how are you this fine, uh, this weird, weird as fuck? I almost call it a fine Tuesday. It's not. It's a weird as fuck Tuesday. How are you this Tuesday? Uh, doesn't fine mean fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. So you, you're all right. You, I'm you, feeling you, fine too. Yeah. Uh, I heard Bullet Club is fine. Is uh, oh no, <laughs> no, God, not this again. Um, no, I, I, uh, I'm just hedging my bets, man. Um, you know, uh, just, um, I always felt, I've, I felt like ever since, uh, Tom and I became friends, you know, I always felt like if I ever got in a fight, uh, you know, I'd have, I'd have G.O.D. Uh, mm. on my back, you know, I got a big mouth. I get in a lot of fights with people. Um, but now I haven't heard from Tama since, uh, since no surrender. So like I said, I'm just hedging my bets here, my dude. No, look, it's and and at the end of the day, no matter what, uh, no matter what happens with Bullet Club, Thomas Island will always be it will always be Thomas Island. That's why. Do we work for Jay White now? What the hell's that? No, no, we don't work for <laughs> no, Jay White. We don't work for Jay not. White. We don't we don't work for Bullet Club. We work for Tama, and so where right, Tama right. goes, Thomas Island is going to go, and that's a promise. Um, it feels just I'm just I'm just I got abandonment issues, and I'm just a little worried. That's it's fine. It's fine. Right. Like I said, we're gonna dig. Through through the rubble we're going to figure out what the hell is going on over the next right. few weeks until until we can actually get a hold of Tama until we can get Tama on the uh, on the island we're going to keep bringing back Thomas Island subscribers from the Patreon uh, head on over to patreon.com backslash Thomas Island our Islanders tier subscribers were in we had a watch along that was going on in no surrender it was supposed to be a big celebration party for Tama winning the impact tag titles and getting some revenge on the good brothers and you it no, it very quickly turned into an Irish wake. It just it ended up being one no. of those things where it, like it was still it was still upbeat, but very funereal, very mourning. It was it was it was weird and it was sad. But I do need to uh, bring on the third person who is joining us this week on Thomas Island. Welcome back, Karen. Karen, how are you on this fucked up Tuesday? <laughs> Oh, well, you know, I am the Thomas Island sage with the rage. I'm the sensei with the bills to pay. I am the unofficial, very frustrated, very <laughs> tired homeroom teacher of Bullet Club. <laughs> I'm your girl. I'm here. Yep. But whoo, Bubby, the the only sensei, the demon teacher, she might come out to play tonight. It got so weird. We had the call an adult. <laughs> yeah, no, like that's the <laughs> it, it's it's definitely going to be uh it's it's gonna be a weird weird Tuesday here on Thomas Island. Like I said, at no surrender on Saturday uh, in in New Orleans, Louisiana, Jay White hit Tomatonga with the switch with the uh, the Blade Runner, costing him the Impact Tag Titles. Chris Bay was also involved in the attack. The Good Brothers too sweeted with Bay and uh, Jay White after the uh, after the assault. Jay White is now running around on Twitter saying that he's he's kicked. Tama out of Bullet Club. Uh, it's it's very. It's it, it it it. Here's the thing, and it's it's about Jay White because you know there is an old saying that when you know you start like a relationship with someone out of infidelity, if they can cheat on their old partner, they can cheat on you. And Jay White, he came in, he came into New Japan fresh from excursion. It seemed like he was joining Bullet Club. He turned his back on Bullet Club, joined Chaos. 
things were seemingly going great with chaos and then he turned his back on chaos joined bullet club joined tama things seem to be going well and now jay white has once again turned his back on someone close to him turned his back on tama turned his back on tongaloa and uh it it's starting to feel like a pattern now uh like i said there was lots of confusion uh during this weekend's new year's golden series on new japan new japan uh world seems like the Japanese Bullet Club is a little confused by everything that's going on. It seems like there's a lot of um, a lot of chaos, no pun intended. But yeah, Jay White, once again, a traitor. Uh, he, he, he's been a traitor before and he's a traitor again. He'd commit treason against his own self if he got the uh, if he got the opportunity. But let's throw it around the horn. Karen, what, do you, what did you think of the uh, of the betrayal and the confusion following the uh, following the, 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 the Rubicon being crossed? Now, I'm not going to say I told you so, because we've had this conversation. The man's name is the Switch Blade. Yep. He's switched sides before, but we've talked about, does Jay White have the interest of Bullet Club or the interest of Jay White? And he made it very clear mm-hmm. who's he, who he's thinking of. And the answer is not Bullet Club. Well, and here's and the thing is, because Jay, Jay White has said that he's kicked Tama out of Bullet Club. And so it does seem like Jay White believes he's doing this for Bullet Club. He may believe he's doing that. But if the indication, if he remembers who's been keeping Bullet Club together in Japan mm-hmm. when he's been in the States for pretty much the larger part of a year, he hasn't been there. Yeah, well, and, and, and Tonga Loa have been there. Also, Jay White doesn't have the authority, man. What? Well, he's a leader of the Bullet Club. I well, there. Well, here's the thing. We're gonna put that on the side burner for now. Okay. But the thing is, is that there have been people in Japan waving the Bullet Club banner and fighting for Bullet Club, trying to win all the things for Bullet Club. But we've we've come to this conversation before. What has Jay White done for for Bullet Club lately? And kicking out the one person who's kept the the ship together, especially in the last two years, especially when you know travel's difficult and mm-hmm. making sacrifices away from their families. This ain't it. Reuniting, or sorry, aligning with Gallows and Anderson, mm-hmm. possibly the Young Bucks, possibly Adam Cole, possibly the Elite. We've got we've got bootleg club vanilla. With a side of Chris Ooh. Bay. Ooh, that's a it's an interesting point. Well, cause and here's the other thing is cause I as as the co-host of Thomas Island, as someone who's talked to Tama on numerous occasions on this on this very platform about it, he has always been clear. Jay White is the front man of Bullet Club, even when there was a little bit of uh dissension between I, Evil I, and I, Jay I, I, and like House of Torture. Now, and, well, yeah, I, 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 you're, I think, I think everyone that's uh, watching on Twitch right now and listening to this podcast wants to know what he, uh, what he would think, what he thinks now. But before, he was always very adamant. Jay's the front man. House of Torture is is kind of, kind of their own thing. But I, it, it could be very possible that Jay White felt threatened by the fact that Tama was the one heading to Japan so many times to, uh, to, to represent Bullet Club in things like the G1 climax where he beat Okada. I mean, that's one of those things that Jay White has always hung his hat on. I beat Tanahashi. I beat Okada. I beat Kenny Omega. And now, now Tama can also say that he's beaten Okada clean. And so it's very possible that Jay White felt threatened by that and, and decided to, you know, pull out that switchblade. Cause it's like Karen said, his name is the switchblade and you can't, 
I mean, if you've got great aim, you can hurt someone with a switchblade from far away, but you got to be up close to do damage with that. You got to be up close to a knife to a gunfight. Like, it's not, this, uh, this ain't itchy. Yeah. Well, this but here's, ain't it. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. It doesn't matter whether you've got a gun, a switchblade, a flamethrower, whatever, if the person's stabbing you in the back. If you're not aimed at them, it's not going to matter what weapon you've brought to the fight. Uh, John, what do you think of, of all the situations going on right now? I'm just working out the knife and the gun metaphor. Uh, in my head, but I, I think I know what everybody's going for here. Yeah. I think the problem is, if if I may, uh, mm -hmm. Bullet Club in general has become muddled. Okay. Quite a bit as a faction. Not only do you have all these splinter groups, but but also it's it's like it seems like everybody who's in Bullet Club thinks Bullet Club is something else, right? Yeah. Because Tama thinks he's got, you know, this whole faction going. He's got the Bullet Club and it's like, it's about the OGs and it's about loyalty. It's about respect. And then you get like the Good Brothers who think it's just about being assholes to everybody. You know, then you got House of Torture who's doing like, they even got their own name and everything. And like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's what, I mean, what even is it anymore? Except like, you know, a, a section on pro wrestling tees or on the token store. You know, is it even a faction anymore? Do these dudes even look out for each other except for in their own little splinter groups? Mm -hmm. it, so. it's a, it is an interesting question. I, I just want to um, point out how great uh, LIJ is at Chaos and, <laughs> and, and uh, uh, the, the New Day. By this time next week, um, me and John are going to be masked up. We're going to have numbers. It's going to be Dark Order all the time. Um, no, I'm I'm kidding. Like I like a podcast. Hit me up. No, like I like I said, where Tama goes, Tama's Island is going to go as well. I'm just saying, man. Just you know. I get you. No, I I get you. It like I and it and this this kind of speaks to what a. A, a fracture this really is because hell like i said we had a bunch of the thomas island subscribers shout out to everyone that hung out on saturday for no surrender and you would have people there who like someone had a thomas island shirt on and a good brother's hat you had folks that were dressed in switchblade merch while this was going down because as far as the thomas island family was concerned bullet club was one big happy family yes maybe maybe some of them are in japan and some of them are in north america but everyone was getting along for lack of a better term bullet club was fine then chris bay showed up at ringside and jay white hit the blade runner it it all went to shit very quickly for uh for uh uh the the whole idea of unity the whole idea never, of the, never, the power never, of friendship i never thought gary and kanisha would both be right shout out to thomas island patreon exactly Ex yes uh -huh. no because this is also this is uh this is you know the i always kind thought of it was one or the other right because like gary's like man i don't trust chris bay and then like you know kanisha's like i don't trust jay white and now now we both yes no you you were spot on you were you're spot on sometimes everyone can be right karen's got her finger up so i know she wants to chime in what's on your mind if i may so yeah. it goes back to who recruits who okay when when chris bay was in impact and jay white came to impact jay white was the one who recruited chris bay so that alignment does not surprise me okay and if you look at the bullet club proper you have mm -hmm. The people that uh, Tom has brought in, mm -hmm. he's brought in Kenta. He's brought in Ishimori. Ghetto and Jado, they were a package deal with Jay White. So you know what? Anytime one of them's walking behind someone else, you got to keep your head on a swivel. I was worried about Saturday or Sunday. Well, yeah, because when even... Jado was walking behind Ishimori, I'm like, this is how it, this is how it goes down. ELP, even... we don't know where his loyalties lie, but something's not right there. Yep. 
Well, cause that, and I was just about to say, cause J- Jado hopped on English commentary with your buddy, Kevin Kelly and was like, what Jay White, what did he do? Like there, there is some, if, if even Jado is confused by what Jay White's doing, there is some, there's some serious, uh, there's some serious fuckery going on to be blunt about it. Um, and then also shout out to PhD bound in the chat who brings up one glaring omission from Saturday. Cause it wasn't the entirety of impacts bullet club that attacked Tama. There was one person that wasn't there. Hikuleo. And Hikuleo even, oh God, brought, no, even, even well, no, because Hikuleo <laughs> okay. even hopped up on Twitter to say, "What the hell is going on?" Like Hikuleo clearly didn't know what's going on, but that's I that's his it's own. Not, it's like that's it's, family. It, he can't yeah. he, if he. Ooh. No, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm no. not. No, 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 no. Do, do not. Do not put. Do not put words in my mouth that are I am not, not there. Putting anything in all, your I, mouth, all I am. All I am saying is that it's not just Tama and Tonga that are kind of confused right now. Hikuleo is he. He was kind of recruited by Jay, but at the same time, he's Tama's brother, and he was he was not involved in any way. I know, but I'm just worried about him being left on his own in this. In that's this but el- that. This that's and that's what I'm getting to. Tanahashi will adopt him. Tanahashi loves everybody. Because mm-hmm. Tama and uh, Tangaloa have both been announced for the New Japan Cup. So they are headed to Japan at some point, uh, which means that, that Hikuleo is stuck in North America with Jay White, with Chris Bay, with Doc Gallows, with Carl Anderson, with whoever the fuck else those two, those guys decide are, you know, on their side. Because like, hell, if Jay White and the good brothers can get along anyone can get along as far as i'm concerned Hikuleo, uh, if you're having a crisis of faith please contact thomas island immediately exa- yeah exa- that's what we I'm got saying. you we got you buddy exactly we the we are we are here for the entire family not just tom we're here for tongalo we're here for hikuleo we're here for uh, haku in this in this just crazy wild confusing time in these unprecedented yet surprisingly precedented times in bullet yeah. club because no, we've had this before. No, I, mean, I, mean, I, get, like, I get entirely surprised. Like this, like this is not a, a normal occurrence. Like a no, and that's that's why I brought up Jay White has done this before. He'll probably do it again because he's Jay White. He would commit treason on his own self if he ever got the chance. He's just he's a traitor through and, and through. And he's surprisingly not in the New Japan Cup. Nope, he's gonna. Well, he's he's been announced for some dates in in March. Like it seems like he's sticking stateside. That's what I that's what I mean by Hikuleo's kind of if if he's not going to Japan, he's he's kind of off on his own with go to the LA dojo Hikaleo she'll take care of you but is, but is that even safe because like let's let's be real bullet club Renderita will protect club him <laughs> I believe in Renderita and Yuya Romura those wholesome boys will protect him absolutely I, that's fair that is that is maybe maybe Shiba, I, I Rocky can protect him at the very least Rocky can can kind of take him He'll find himself in chaos and best friends don't do that Rocky, okay. was, Rocky was was talking some shit Oh, he was. Oh, shit. Never mind. And Rocky also has the Talking Shop podcast with Gallows and Anderson. Oh, so you got to be fuck. careful. I forgot, about, I forgot about that. Never mind. Rocky. I, I, I stay love Rocky, a, but. Hikuleo, stay away from Rocky. Questionable at stay the away from Rocky. <laughs> All right. We need to hook Hikuleo Rocky. With, a, with a spreadsheet, right? Yeah. <laughs> Like notes and let stuff. me get up a whiteboard, guys. We're All right, gonna okay. need some time. Yeah, we need we're we're gonna we're gonna by this time next week we'll have a whole presentation set up like when Pro Wrestling Noah does the junior division. Um we will we'll make sure to we'll make sure to have all of the intricacies and family trees uh untangled, whether whether they be blood like Tama, Hikuleo, and Tonga, or whether they be, you know, podcasting families like the Good Brothers and uh and 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 Rocky Romero. Um again uh, like I said, we don't we don't have a lot of like facts to work on other than the betrayal itself. We've got a lot of haze. We've got a lot of of uh, speculation, and we have the biggest New Japan Cup ever coming up. 
So it, it feels like there is a, a, not going to be a shortage of things to talk about over the next month. But uh, let's, let's talk a little bit more about this Bullet Club schism. Because it's like Karen said, Giotto is confused. El Fantasmo's a little wary. They were talking about how much confusion there was in the Bullet Club locker room before New Year's Golden Series. I mean, is this is this where we see House of Torture finally decide to to like pop off on their own? Do, does, does House of Torture need this drama right now, or are they going to decide to to just go their own way? Like, there's a lot of questions that come come from this. I think it also depends on who they all see as the leader, yeah, and who they align themselves with. Because again, when it came to recruiting evil. Tama gets the credit for re- recruiting evil into Bullet Club. Yep. And Hell, it's Tama also... Gets, Tama gets the credit for show too, I think. I was getting to that because you know how I feel about that. He gets the credit for scouting out show. Yep. And Yujiro has been in Bullet Club longer than Jay, longer yep. than Chris Bay. But again, Yujiro is also formerly in Chaos. He turned on... And he also turned on Naito way back when. So... Mm-hmm. Yujiro could be the catalyst, but he's also very chill. So I don't think Yujiro is going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. And worst case scenario, just make Peter the leader of Bullet Club because we all know she's the leader anyway. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and 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 hell, while we're talking about family, Bad Luck Fale is one of Tama's cousins. If 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 you are deep into the lore, it it, it turns out those two got revealed to be uh, uh, cousins not long not long ago. And so it also wonders what what happens with Bad Luck Fale. What happens with Chase Owens? Ace claims that he is an honorary Tongan. So you know what? It's time to pony up or shut up. There you go. It's a very, and, it's and a, Kenzo, we hope you get healthy soon, but remember who brought you into Bullet Club and it wasn't Jay White. Yeah, no, Kenzo, Kenzo's allowed to be, <laughs> Kenzo's allowed to be out of it for the moment. He's got a lot of healing to do. Uh, he's just, he, he's, he's the one, <laughs> he's the one guy. And as a heel, he has a lot of healing to do. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the one guy who's going to be allowed to come back to all this, like Adam Cole on AEW right now, where he's like, what? I was, I was off doing other stuff. I didn't know. I didn't it's, know. It, it's that community meme where he walks in with the pizza and like the whole room's on fire and he's just like, what is going on? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, I mean, hell, that's what we're doing on the podcast right the now. Darkest we're just, we're we're just, the darkest timeline. We're in the darkest timeline, guys. No, we're just we're just sipping our tea while the room burns down. Going, you know, this is fine. This, this is, is fine. this is this is fine. We can we can handle this. We'll go wherever Tama goes. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. And, and and the other the other thing is you have to like I you know I have to remember too. Um, you know, and Tama's going to be in Japan right for the cup. Yep. So there'll be a good amount of time where you know the cats away, the you know mice will play. So it don't matter what happens. Like over here. Them, them boys better do the fuck they want without any interference. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Darren. If I can follow up on that. Yeah. Just remember how we talked about Osprey saying that he was the real champion. He was the real champion. If you're the real leader of Bullet Club, you're not the one standing there saying you're the real leader of Bullet Club. So you know what, Jay White? Just just, just chew on that for a little bit. And, I, and, and the other thing is, is that alliances, if you're truly someone's al- uh, in a line with someone, you don't have to demand loyalty out of them. Those who are loyal will be loyal. Well, but and it, I don't even know if loyalty matters to Jay White because, like, here's the this this feels all very Stalin esque. It's like because at the end of the day, Tama was never one to be like Jay's not real. Like, yes, he he has often told Jay that he needs to step up, but he has never done it in a way that I think impedes on Jay White's leadership. Like, Tama has always been behind Jay 
as the front man. He was in in fact, if you if you go back to the archives of this podcast, he's one of the most loyal supporters of the idea that Jay White was, you know, the front man. We have to get behind that. If you if you don't, that's your problem. And so the fact that Jay White is going to come after someone who was who was this, you know, loyal to his leadership that was going to, you know, toe the line the way that he has over the past year, two years. That shows me that it you could be the you could be the most loyal motherfucker in Bullet in this new version of Bullet Club. Jay's not going to care. It's still all going to be about sending that message that you know he is the he's the strong man. He's the toughest one. And if you if you if if he needs to prove if he needs to prove it, boom, you disappear. I mean, one way that Tama could remedy this, provided how things go in the New Japan Cup for everyone, there is a show in Tampa on mm-hmm. the twentieth of March. Depending on how everyone fares in their first and second rounds, he could come with a whole slew of people. Oh, he is going to be trailing vengeance behind him. Fire and he, brimstone. He, he's turned to 35 and he is hot. Yeah. I mean, no, I... angry. So, you know, if, Let... if, if he wants, if Jay White wants to bring the fight to Tama, let's go. Let's effing go well and this is also a good transition to talking about this year's new japan cup format because tom is not in the first round of the new japan cup he received a first round by he's going to be in the second round which means he's gonna have a lot of time just kind of stew and get real mad and think about everything that's gone down over the past uh since at least since this weekend and so he is gonna he's gonna be coming out of that he's gonna be coming out of that quarantine like a house on fire. He's gonna be riding a pale horse named Death. It's gonna be wild. Um, but it's it, again, it's that it's that waiting that I think is is gonna be torture. It's just gonna it's just gonna be it's just gonna be real hard because it's it's the largest New Japan Cup ever. We have forty eight participants. If I'm not mistaken, there's uh it's like. 20 something folks in the first round and the second round is another 17 getting added onto that it it is a it is a ridiculous looking bracket if you've seen it not a lot of surprises uh much like wrestle kingdom the lone outsider surprise this year is shima uh from from uh gleet uh formerly from dragon gate uh he's representing strong hearts in fact all of strong hearts are going to be wrestling on the uh the 50th anniversary show but it's it is a big ass tournament. Kota Ibushi's coming back. He's already said on his Instagram he's not at hundred percent. His shoulders look different. Uh, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw to John first. What do you kind of think of this year's New Japan Cup lineup? I'm stuck on his shoulders look different. They do no, like he's still he's still know, healing, I've, man. I've seen people like that. Mm-hmm. Where that's that's it's you could tell like they're they kind of yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. Uh, they got a lot to they got a lot to go through. Um, mm-hmm. that's a big bracket yeah and and not just in quantity but but in talent right i mean this mm-hmm. is kind of serious plus tamatanga and tangaloa again mm-hmm. uh doing their own thing uh it might be interesting to see how they fare kind of curious to see if either of them at ringside because also we we've we've kind of like we know them as 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 god but i'm wondering if if they can kind of be their own solo acts without getting involved any well, matches. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, Tonga Lo has already kind of talked to, he's already been calling out EC3 and his whole control your narrative promotion on, on Twitter. Like, look, I, I finally get it now, now that he's been betrayed uh, by, by Jay White and, and by the, by the I mean, good I mean, brothers. That video is so lame, man. 
Um, no, but like, but it still shows that drive that Tongalo is looking to, uh, yeah. he's looking to, to shape himself. He's looking to strike out on, maybe strike out on his own. If he's, if he's talking, talking to EC3, if he's talking to the control of your narrative folks. I think, I think they're, I think they're both good enough competitors that they can remain a tag team as GOD, mm-hmm. but also have the respect to let the other kind of do their thing without making it look like they need each other to. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's like I said earlier in the podcast. Tama beat Okada in the G one. I mean, if he, once you've clean. beaten, yeah, clean. And so I mean, once you've beaten, that ever, not that he ever wins, not clean. Uh, okay. No, but no, but that it does add something to the fact that he didn't need any shenanigans to beat Okada. He beat Okada straight on in the mat one two three. And it, you know, if I had beaten Okada, which I'm never going to do, I have a neck made of graham cracker. <laughs> I would also, attitude, you're not. Yeah, I would also think to myself, you know what? I need to, I need to see who I can, who I can be on my own. Especially when you've, I mean, it's like he said on the podcast a number of times. He's he's done everything there is to do in tag team wrestling, from World Tag League to the to the tag championships to the six man belts. Uh, and so this is definitely a place to break out uh, on your own. Uh, the New Japan Cup is a good time to is a good time to do that. Karen, what do you kind of think of this year's lineup? It's uh it's loaded. Okay, so I'm gonna fangirl for a moment because there yep. is Tanahashi versus Yo. Yep. There is Hiromu versus Sho. Mm-hmm. And the winner of Taguchi versus Evil gets Tama in yep. the second round. Mm-hmm. Now I am hoping that Tama is in the chat and or listening to this episode. I'm going to remind him that he needs to be G1. Tama Tonga. Mm-hmm. And remember that Evil schooled him a little bit because they started out fighting clean, but then Evil's like, you know what? I'm going to do what I got to do to win this whole thing. So, same thing with Tongaloa. You had a, you know, he had a great G1. He was very humble. He worked very hard and it showed. But whatever rage they're feeling, channel that in the right way. Mm-hmm. Cheat if you have to. But oh, Karen, look at you. But I know that I told you she the, the, the cool demon Karen coming out here. Demon, the ice cold uh, heart of ice queen is coming out. I like I like how your hardcore is cheat if you have to. If you have yeah. again, homeroom teacher, everybody gets a gold yeah. star for participation. Look, but demon mo- demon mode is still demon mode. Demon mode is demon mode, and the thing is, is that while you're in Japan. Keep start paying attention to even the littlest of things, especially with not just when they're around you, but when people are acting backstage or people are in their matches, especially the people in Bullet Club and mm-hmm. House of Torture, because, you know, I love them both. Yep. But the thing is, is that part of me is just like as much as I want evil versus Tama part two. Part of me wants to see Tama and how he can fare against Taguchi. international butt wrestling sensation <laughs> Ryusuke Taguchi. <laughs> Look, uh, if if anyone can handle that legendary pervert, it's Tama. But I'm with you. I kind of hope that it's going to be uh, Tama versus Evil. Simply, and and I'm I, I I think you're right. I think Tama needs to remember that he's you know, for lack of a better term, him and Bullet Club are the ones that taught Evil to rely on so much outside interference. And so you just gotta you gotta keep the eyes in the back of your head, knowing that and those... to lean into the name Evil. Exactly. Um, and so yes, yeah, sh- shout out to to Sandman1469 in the chat. Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. Um, it it definitely. I want to point out. Sorry, I really. You said that if he's in the chat or if he's listening. Also, Tama, if you're listening, 
hit me up because I'm just trying to find out, like, do I need to watch my back? Are they coming after the podcast? Like, you know, they're not coming after us. No, we're, you know, on a, we're, we're safe Rocky on an island. Rocky mad at me, but that's about yeah. it. But I've said some pretty mean shit about Jay White, and I just, you know. This, this is why we made it an island. I mean, this is why it's an you're island. closer to Tampa than I am, John, so that's on you, bro. Because Jay White can't swim, right? Is I'm that- I'm <laughs> I'm up in I'm up in my I'm up in my ivory tower in Chicago. Yeah, I'm, I'm, say, I'm safe from all of this. Y'all are, y'all are the uh, ones Windy down City on the back. Windy City coming up, Rossmere. Just so we're oh, clear. Oh, they're they're gonna be in Villa Park. I'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sleeping. You know, like my eyes open, man. Yep. You, you better. All right. Well, let's, absolutely. I think I think I think I think I think I'd like to see Tama and Evil, but only out of the morbid curiosity of like. Are they gonna like be cool? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it, I don't. It's it, it's only for the pure chaos reasons of like, look, I if 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 we can't have Tama on the island to get the answers, I want those answers in the ring, and so Evil versus Tama is gonna get some of those answers. So I'm I'm hoping for that. But uh, like I said, it's a it's a big lineup. Kota Ibushi is back. He's not 100, percent and his first opponent is the Great Okan. Ooh, so, good luck, son. Yeah, so to to kind of pivot into into that discussion, uh, I'm I'm just I'm just gonna call it now. If it's not gonna be Tama winning the uh, New Japan Cup, I'm I'm putting my money on Great Okan because Great Okan. Maybe Jeff Cobb, but Great Okan's been having a hell of a golden series, just beating former champion after former champion. Uh, He's in, on a well, it's and it's the the important thing is he keeps fighting different styles of opponents and just matching their style. Like you, you apparently can't out wrestle this guy. You can't come up with a, a new way to defeat him. He has everything clocked, despite the fact that I th- I think he's like my age. Uh, like it's really he really has been showing some some spectacular fire. And I, I gotta believe Kota Ibushi's gonna be scared. I gotta believe it's gonna be a a a, a hard hard uh first round for for the golden star uh i'm gonna throw to, i'm gonna throw to you uh karen first what do you what do you kind of who do you think outside because like it's thomas island i think we all think thomas should win the new japan cup i think it would be good vindication for bullet club but if it's not thomas who you who you calling i mean great O'Karn's a great shout but after <sighs> We're going back. To, we're going back to the G one. I, I either want it to be Zack Saber Junior. or Jeff Cobb. Ooh, yeah, they they both because made... they both. If, if neither of them win the New Japan Cup, one of them has to at least go to the final of the G one mm-hmm. this year, if not win it, because both of them have had a spec. And there, they are two others, even though there are other factions that have stayed in Japan that have helped keep this company afloat. And mm-hmm. I want nothing but the best things for them, but they also deserve single titles that are outside of the Rev Pro UK title and the Never Openweight title. I, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. If if neither uh, Jeff Cobb or Zack Sabre Jr. are headed to the finals, I gotta hope one of them is headed to that United States title picture. Uh, especially especially now that we've got a new champion uh, in Sonata, we'll talk more about that in a second. But John, you, who do you kind of think is winning the New Japan Cup, Tama or? That's that's how I'm phrasing this right now, oh, just Tama because like because like Tama I'm making I'm making you. Tama the number one choice right now because he's in the New Japan Cup. He's coming in like a house yeah. of fire. Uh, like I I wouldn't want to face him in this year's New Japan Cup. Nope. Tama <laughs> or Tongaloa. Tama or Tongaloa. I like that. Especially uh, I like. Yeah, where do no, they fall in the brackets with each other? Uh, they're both sec. They both have first round buys. Um, but are they on the same side of the bracket? Let me let me pull up that bracket because it is confusing as hell. Yes, uh, it is. Like if anyone has ever seen the movie Basketball, it, it seems like they're running. <laughs> That's a the, great show. They're running the New Japan Cup similar to the Basketball uh, 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 
playoffs. But I found second. some of the first round buys to be a little suspicious. Like, don't get me what wrong. Do I lo- Co- I- Kosei I lo- Fujita <laughs> needs to recover from being trapped in a, in a dog cage with Minoru Suzuki. You okay. need a few weeks well, off. Well, my, my son Fujita, 2022's most beloved young lion son, deserves a first round buy for being in that cage. However, Ghetto does not need a first round buy. Okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. Here, I'm... Uh, I'm, uh, I, I am listening. I just got, I'm go- combing through this weird ass bracket to figure Break, out. Okay. Getting breaking news. Is that I found, no, no, I found Tama on the bracket and I found, okay. So basically Tama and Tonga, if they go undefeated, will still have to meet in what looks like the quarterfinals. They're, they're brother rel- versus brother. Yeah. They're relatively close enough in the bracket that they would have, they, they, they would, they would be clashing in the quarterfinals or that, possibly just, right before that, them. That's just what they need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As um, if the relationship wasn't complicated enough, and we're yeah. talking about a cl- a clean break, an amicable break. Do do we go with Rapungi three K breakup, <laughs> Tama and Tonga, or do we go with best friends Rocky Romero and Trent Barreto? <laughs> yeah, no, like I, I, I don't, I'm hoping for the latter, not the former. Exactly. Put that out in the universe. I don't. I don't either, because like I, the one silver lining, the smallest sliver the of a silver lining. lining. <laughs> so, yeah, the sliveriest sliver of a silver lining to this was the fact that Tama and Tonga got attacked at the same time. So I at least know that they're on the same side. In for in now. that way, for now, exactly. <laughs> Like there could be a lot more going on, but I, it's at least he's at least got he's at least got one person trauma bonded to him from this uh from from this betrayal, and so oh, that bonded. I that I am hoping will uh will will keep this the God partnership strong through thick and through thin because like I like I said they may have to come to blows in the New Japan Cup. We don't know we don't know what's going on. We're just trying to figure it the hell out like i said though the new japan cup not the only big thing going on in new japan right now we have a couple of new champions in new japan first of all we have finally crowned the 69th iwgp junior heavyweight tag team champions ryusuke taguchi fulfilled his destiny once again he is 69th iwgp junior heavyweight champion alongside master wado which I <laughs> could not be more thrilled that we live in an age where both Yoshihashi and Master Wado are tag champions. They both have belts. Like it, I I kept kind of saying up until Naito lost to Okada in the main event that like this weekend was for the Freak Brigade. This weekend was for the people that like we have been waking up at 4 a.m. every for the past like five years waiting for Sonata to have his moment, and Sonata finally had his freaking moment he won the iwgp united states championship against hiroshi tanahashi in the main event of the first night he you're you're fine it didn't make too much of a noise he he pinned the he pinned the ace in the ace's first defense of the belt and it just feels like a long time coming i had even talked very fatalistically about sonata heading into this i said that if he doesn't win this title he's I don't know what he can't spell his name in caps anymore. Like he really, he was going, he was on a downward trend throughout since he lost the 2020 G1 climax final. And I'm glad to finally see him back on the, on the upswing. I got to throw to Karen because she's, she has been a cold skull fan from the beginning of this podcast. I gotta, I gotta know how you feel about, uh, about this Saturday was it? Yeah. Saturday's big, uh, big match. That's a long time Sonata fan. Sonata hives. Everyone, it is Sonata season. We have waited a long, arduous six years for him to have an IWGP singles title. Mm-hmm. And I am over the moon for him. 
we've waited. We've seen him be like in the finals of the G1. We've seen him in the finals of the New Japan Cup. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and people of all orientations, it is Sonata's season. I would, and I know he's in the New Japan Cup, and he's right now with travel and everything. He can't really come to the states. However, New Japan, please consider sending our IWGP US Heavyweight President to all the shows coming up, especially in Chicago and Orlando. I mean, not Orlando, Tampa. Thank you very much. Oh man, it. You're right though. Ha- always the bridesmaid, never the bride, and finally. Finally, here comes the bride, Sonata, wearing that United States, uh, that United States title. John, what do, what do you think of our new president of America? What do you think of our new king of America? Uh, do I have to pay him taxes? No, nope. he's a, he's a king. He's free. Yeah, he's he, and he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> he's fine. that's the thing. I've seen a lot of people saying he's the president of of America, but we right. did. I as much as I love Sonata, as you as if you've listened to this podcast, you've been to the Happy Hours. I am a Sonata defender. He was not elected. He won the title in combat. That makes him more of a king. But hey, I'll take it. We'll you know. Uh, yeah, but he's a pirate, so it's more of a captain thing. The but... the, the pirate king Sonata. There you go. The pirate king of the United States. I like the sound well, of that. Well, now I can get behind him. See? Yeah. See? Yeah. Um, got more of a rock and roll samurai thing these days, but Disney Pirate Prince say a Sonata. Not mad yeah, at the, it. The, yeah, exactly. The Samurai King of America. I don't know. I can Don Draper the shit out of this. We'll make it work. Uh That's he's cool. I mean he's, he's cool. Like uh, you know, I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan. Um it's 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 better it's better than most of the other options. So save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm happy for the guy. I'm very happy for the guy. I'm happy for Wado. Happy for Yoshihashi. Hell, I'm, I'm happy for Okada. He's going to be going into that 50th uh, anniversary show as the champion. He's going to be, as, as Antonio Inoki was the face of the first 50 years, Okada's going to be the face of the next 50 years. I mean, let's, let's be real. That shadow's going to be, even when Okada retires, he's going to be cast in a long-ass shadow over the main event scene in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And the 50th anniversary kind of uh, taken a break from tradition. We have saved the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion versus IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion match for the first round of the New Japan Cup. Okada's gonna be facing Desperado in the first round of the New Japan Cup. And instead, the main event of this year's 50th anniversary show, get fucking ready for this. You're gonna have Kazuchika Okada, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and the dragon Tatsumi Fujinami returning to New Japan Pro Wrestling. And they'll, they're going to be taking on a super group because we have Suzuki Guns, if I'm not mistaken, Zack Sabre Jr. and Minoru Suzuki. And then from Sugiyora Gun, we have Yoshiaki Fujiwara, Fujiwara, the inventor, if I'm not mistaken, the inventor of the Fujiwara armbar, a legendary submission wrestler. A damn fine repres- a damn fine teammate for Suzuki Gun, and it also means that we get the Su- Suzuki Gun Sugiura Gun uh, super group. B- 
But I mean, this is this is a big show. Not only is Fujinami and uh, Fujiwara coming back, we're also getting Minoru Tanaka. We're also getting uh, Shiro Koshinaka, the first IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Uh, it's and and like I said, Stronghearts are going to be on the show as well, representing Gleet. Shout out to the Gleet promotion that uh, had a pretty good show this morning. Um, it it looks like it's going to be a real a real celebration. Karen, what did you think of the the fiftieth anniversary lineup? Well, I. I'm a little frustrated because I usually always enjoyed the IWGP champion versus the junior heavyweight champion format. We're mm-hmm. kind of getting that with the tag titles instead this year. So yep. it's going to be for, for all, as you talked earlier, all the freaks and geeks that were like the, pandem- the pandemic crew of the year. It's going to be Goto and Yoshihashi <laughs> against Taguchi and Wato. Oh, the Island instead. of Misfit Toys. And I'm not mad at it. I'm happy. And I'm also glad that they're bringing, they're bringing in some very big names for the 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. As much as I would love to see Desperado and Okada, New Japan Cup, it's going to be great anyway. Yeah, they, they, um, as long as we're still getting that match. That's the important As long as we're getting it. And I know at some point, a lot of people really wanted Hiromu versus Naito in the New Japan Cup. I don't know how that falls in the brackets, but that could be the possibility because we still haven't had that match. Uh, let me yeah. let me look at the brackets. We yeah. might be getting. Uh, let me let me find Hiromu. But it, it, he's he, him and Show are near the top. I think near Okada. Yeah, it would top have to left maybe. Yeah, from what it looks like, I found I found Hiromu because he's in the first round there, and then it would it would have to be in the finals. It looks like okay. Uh, if but that's... it's it's one of those things where it's just like there are. I know the the New Japan Cup and the. Or, anniversary show announcements aren't what everyone expected well but the one thing that we have to keep in mind is that mm-hmm. it's it is their golden anniversary and they're trying to do as much as they can with the parameters of the fact that they can't bring in new talent with visas they can't br- they have to use what they have yeah and and like, it also- we joked around the g1 being the good enough one because that's all we have right now <laughs> yeah. but it's it's one of those things where it's try to give them like let them slide a little bit yeah, i mean i let, know there was the expectation that there would be more other promotions mm-hmm. getting involved but that could be other events in the future for the rest of the year we're only in february yeah and and i mean to be fair we've already gotten one cross promotional event in the new japan versus noah show if backstage reports are to be believed it was a clusterfuck so like i don't want a multi-promotion uh tournament right now i think there would be too many countouts. um but at the end of the day uh, I think they've done a good job of a making the New Japan Cup about the present because it's literally just the whole roster, save for some of the New Japan strong folks, um, taking on you know deciding who is the true best in New Japan. And there's a lot of history on this 50th anniversary show. Like I said, multi-time IWGP Heavyweight Champion Tetsumi Fujinami, inventor of the Fujiwara armbar Yoshiaki Fujiwara. You've got the first IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. And then if you want to look into the future, El Desperado has been calling out everyone that's not in New Japan to challenge for this Junior Heavyweight title. And now he's in a six-man tag match against Sima, El Lindeman, and T-Hawk. And so Ooh, at T-Hawk. least, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure... Th- Two or at least all three of those have been name dropped by Desperado at some point. And so it's possible one of them slides into contention for the junior heavyweight title. I don't know, but there there are a lot of interesting things that can Best come out of the, of the 50th super juniors show. could get really interesting if they get very creative. I'm just saying. You read my mind. And also, or shout if out- they do like a Super J Cup tournament, like I like that they stress that this New Japan Cup was more of an open weight. Kind yep. of like how the New Japan Cup USA last year was an open mm-hmm. weight. So it gives, like, they're like, oh, there's juniors and young lions, but that also gives the 
opportunity for some of our questionably more thicker yep. junior heavyweights, such as Hiroma and Desperado, that should be fighting open weight anyway. Yep. yep. That they have quote unquote a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. So it's it's I'm excited. I, I'm not I'm not gonna say, I'm gonna say this now. I'm not wrecking my sleep schedule for it. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's I, what I they will, pay me I to will, do. I will pour my coffee at 5.30 a.m. and oh. I will watch it at a, at a respectable yeah. hour. Ross calls that. I am old. Security. That's job security for Ross. No, exactly. Yeah, like the way I've always put it, I had a running joke when I first started covering the G1 that the G1 is very long and life is short. So I'll watch it so, so that people can decide for themselves. And that's how I'm treating this year's New Japan Cup. Like it's going to be a long tournament. I will have all the results over at WrestleZone. So if you want to protect your peace and protect your sleep schedule, I got y'all covered, folks. Like I said, mandatory.com backslash WrestleZone. We will uh, we'll have all of the New Japan coverage there. And also, we'll be, we'll be talking about it here on the, on the island, whether it be with Tama or without Tama. Like I said, we, he's, got, he's got revenge on the mind. He's got bigger things to, he's got bigger fish to fry than sitting with us and chatting about whether or not the Queen of England has COVID. Um, but before, before we get to the Queen of England and all of the confusion over there, Let's talk some more about wrestling. Let's bring it over to uh, North America, because mm. over here in America, there's also been a, a lot of stuff going on. Um, it is so much wrestling, so much craziness, so much uh, uh, Cody Rhodes. It's really just, it's a lot of Cody Rhodes rumors. Every day he gets spotted at a new airport, whether it be in Poland, whether it be in LA, whether it's, it's, it's all Cody all the time. And when I Cody's not on TV, people are saying his catchphrases to remind you that he's gonna be on TV. I think he's sending body doubles to airports. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, could, I, I could see that. Yeah. No, I get around the neck tattoo. That, there you go. He's got, he's got oh, some dedicated transfer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's doing the Saddam. Hussein. He's, yeah, doing the, he's doing this. He's doing the Saddam Hussein thing. He's paying everyone to get plastic surgery. And no. Get the tattoo and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but no, it, yeah, he, he was spotted in a Polish airport that turned out to be fake. He's been spotted anywhere and everywhere. They're seeing him in the faces of smiling babies. They're seeing him in the fl- in fresh there's flowers. Of, there's a lot of blonde people with neck tattoos in Poland, guys. Don't don't just think. All yeah. And Orlando. Yeah, we, no, haven't seen, we haven't seen anything in Orlando yet. Yeah, Eastern Europe, kind of the neck tattoo cent- uh, 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 center yeah. of the world. I've seen Triple X. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I I my uh, half of my people are from Eastern Europe. I have to routinely cover up the neck tattoo that's just been growing on my neck since I turned eighteen. Um, but no, enough about Eastern Europe. Enough about uh, neck tattoos. Cody Rhodes sounds like he's going to the WWE. WWE sure is using a lot of Cody Rhodes phrases on their television, and all of the sudden. It's been announced Brock Lesnar is going to be defending his uh, WWE championship in Madison Square Garden against Bobby Lashley, who, as reports have said, is going to be out with shoulder is with is, is currently injured dealing with a, a shoulder injury. that's going to keep him out for a number of months. Paul Heyman has said that if if Lashley isn't cleared to compete, Lesnar will still be defending the title anyway. I should also point out that this March 5th date that Madison Square Garden, uh, that WWE is running at Madison Square Garden, is the night before AEW Revolution on March 6th. And so I'm just going to throw it out into the ether here. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar the night before Revolution. Is this the coup that WWE has has set for us? John immediately chuckled and put his hand on his fist. So I want to throw to you first. What What do you think of my ridiculous theory? Again, as always, Ross, it's 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 not that you're not crazy, you're just not wrong. <laughs> Man, 
I gotta tell you, that makes a lot of sense. Right? Because they keep teasing, like, the Miz was teasing he was supposed to have a tag team partner, turned out to be uh, Logan Paul. And so, also, Jake, Jake Paul? Uh, Logan Paul? No, no, Paul Logan, was it? It, was, it was it was Logan Paul. Paul. Yeah, no, Jake, I, I Jake get, Paul made, confused. Jake Paul's got his own thing. Everybody was confused, by the way. Uh, like, the whole Raw hashtag was all, like, half of were saying Jake Paul and the other half were saying Logan Paul. Yep. They're brothers, it happens. Yeah, yeah. well, you know. Uh, but anyway, so the, the whole going back to um the cody Rhodes thing and and like them name dropping even mm-hmm. edge uh yep. dropped dropped a little cody Rhodes. i mean he did he dropped like six hints yep. uh, of different people but one of them was most definitely cody Rhodes. now granted this could just be that they're very self-aware and they know that people think he's going to show up and da, da, da. so you know of course they're gonna troll everybody mm-hmm. but I got a feeling um, you're, you're you're right, Ross. It makes too much sense, man. I don't well, and, and like here's it, the thing, because like because the the way it keeps getting pitched is that Cody got something he just can't turn down, and main eventing Madison Square Garden is something that I know Cody Rhodes can't turn down because at the end of the day, he gave up Madison Square Garden to found this company. Like the entire reason all elite wrestling exists is because. Ring of Honor got big enough that Ring of Honor in New Japan could run a show at Madison Square Garden off the backs of the elite. So the elite decided, fuck it, we're going to go form our own company. They they now sold out, you know, Arthur Ashe Stadium in Queens, but Queens is not Manhattan. No. And I think, and, the, and any New Yorker will tell you there is a difference between Queens and Manhattan. There's a difference I mean, between... A huge difference. There's a huge difference between Arthur Ashe Stadium and Madison Square Garden. And if Cody Rhodes has the opportunity to main event Madison Square Garden for WWE, which, let's face it, that was the whole reason he left in the first place. I'm going to ta- take you all on a history lesson. A long time ago, Cody Rhodes, who was Stardust at the time, showed up to, I believe it was the Greensboro Coliseum, and WWE didn't have anything for him. And he was like, how do you not have anything for uh, the son of Dusty Rhodes in the Greensboro Coliseum? And so he handed in his papers and said, fuck it, I'm gone. And he left. And now, if WWE, again, this is speculation, but if WWE is offering him Madison Square Garden, that's a much that's a much bigger deal than than Stardust. That's a much bigger deal than you know the TNT Championship. That is, I mean, that's that's the. I know I know this term gets thrown around in a pejorative and ironic sense. That's the brass ring man event in Madison Square Garden against Brock Lesnar. You said brass ring, man. I did because fuck it. What else is that? What else can you call it? That's the. I mean that that's Madison Square Garden. I really hate the fact that you're just making points man and i'm i'm trying to find reasons for you to be wrong and i just it's it's not happening for me Mm -hmm. because then you also have the because here's the thing i don't think rhodes is going to beat lesnar but i also think cody rhodes is smart enough to know that main eventing madison square garden even if it's a loss is better than any win period especially if it's for the WWE title. Like, it's not like he's getting sacrificed to Madcap Moss. No offense to Madcap Moss, but I mean, this is, oh, I mean, this is Brock. It's his, also, it's his kind of, it's not that he's new, but they're just, it's just a little early for them to even begin to think mm-hmm. about that kind of situation. It's got to be somebody, also, also, you're, you're, it's Brock, right? So anybody you put up against him is going to be kind of a superstar. Mm-hmm. Even by being, I mean, at least as far as their standards go, by being in the ring with them, mm-hmm. you know, it's really, it's really a good one, man. I, I think, 
Well, and I, I do want to address a lot of the people in the chat that are like, well, what sense does it make for Cody Rhodes to come in and lose his first match? A lot of guys have lost their first match in WWE. You know who lost their first match in WWE? Here, you, you want to know? Oh, God, who, AJ, who? AJ Styles lost his God. first match in WWE, the Royal Rumble, and now he's just signed on, and he just signed another close to $3 million a year deal with the company, multi-time WWE champion. You know who uh, lost their, you know who lost, uh, who, 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 uh, who's going to lose their first match because they're going to have to eat crow because they came back after being a big old asshole about leaving? Cody Rhodes. Yeah, no, exactly. And and that's the thing is I think he can make a compelling story about, oh, I left everything, came back and lost. I need I need to come back. You know, like he can he can make that comeback story if he needs to. Losing to Lesnar is 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 not a uh it's not it's not jobbing, it's not a death sentence. No. You know, losing losing to Lesnar is a big deal. He's the fucking beast. Mm -hmm. Like anybody he beat the streak. Mm -hmm. I mean, and so so you lose the guy who beat the streak. It's mm -hmm. it's like I mean everybody gets it. It's like yeah, no man, I get it. It's fucking Lesnar. It's huge, mm -hmm. you know. And and I I also see people in the chat being like, well, but he's the EVP of a company. And no, first of all, he's not anymore. Second of all, it sounds like even when he was the EVP, Tony Khan was taking privileges away from him left and right. So like by the time he left, he this is not Eric Bischoff jumping to Raw and beating Triple H. This is this is just straight up. I don't know how to put this. It's it it's a it's a wrestler. He was a wrestler by the time he left AEW. He may have had a he may have had a uh, reality show. He may have had a title, but he was a wrestler. Go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry, I've been rambling. No, 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 no you're fine. It's it's one of those things where there was this, the discussion about with all the talent they were bringing in from former WWE talent, bringing in CM Punk, bringing Brian Danielson in, mm -hmm. and then they start doing the cost analysis of these executive vice presidents. If if AEW, no matter how much money they have at their disposal, wasn't willing to renew his contract or pay him what he's worth, mm. and the and an offer comes across his table, it, yeah. So what he go he main events Madison Square Garden and he loses, for example. Mm -hmm. But if his bills are paid and he's being paid what he's worth or what he thinks he's worth especially if Brandy is not going with him, because that's mm. also been the discussion that, that the conversation was about him going to WWE and not necessarily her as well. Yep. But it's one of those things where if, if he plays the system right and he gets to go walk into the main event of Madison Square Garden, I hate to say it, WWE is petty enough to do this the night before AEW's biggest pay-per-view. Yeah. And, and they've, they've done petty shit before. They're, they made their name on petty shit. I mean, they literally, WWF was built off of raiding territories for their stars and putting them and sometimes on TV. And buying companies and closing and them down. Sometimes, sometimes just putting them on house shows. Because that's the other thing is this is a house show. It might not even be a televised loss to Brock. What? It will just be, it will, it will, it will just be one of those things that means you have to go see a live event because you never know who's going to show up. We talked about this last time or the time before. I don't know. It all blends together. Uh, that's the point is to sell these live events. Big mm -hmm. things have to happen every once in a while so that people go, oh shit, anything can happen, especially, and, and, oh, we were talking about tapings because mm -hmm. SmackDown was pre-taped and, and, and a title changed hands mm -hmm. because they want, they don't want you to look at the pre-tape and go, oh, I'm not going because fuck it. Like, you know, nothing's yeah. going to happen. So obviously. No, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and just to kind of jump on that, like it does feel like, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, there's an old story about uh, I believe it was one of the territories. I can't remember which, 
But there's an old saying that if you want someone, if you want to fuck, fuck over someone in the wrestling business, you don't fuck them over. You book them and then you fuck them over. And I could see Vince McMahon going to Cody Rhodes and being like, yeah, pal, we're going to give you all the power you want. You're going to, you're going to have your say. You're going to be, I mean, it's still going to have to go. It's still going to have to go through me. It's it's still, it's still going to have to go through me, but you can bring whatever you want to me. And then Cody gets there and he has half the power they promised him. Not even that because fuck him because he left. Uh, like I, I can see this being a petty fuck you to Tony Khan doing it the night before his pay-per-view and a petty fuck you to Cody Rhodes. Like I'm not WWE is, makes quite frankly too much money that they don't, they don't have to give a shit about whether or not they throw some money at Cody Rhodes just to make him look like shit. Uh, like that's, that's, that's the, the, the full and the, uh, the, sh- the, the long and the short of it. And if they do end up televising it, Peacock will be happy. Go ahead, Karen. The other thing that that I was thinking of is that if it's not um, Madison Square Garden, there is the possibility of, I don't know if it'll be healthy, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> healthy by then. But at some point, there has to be the Triple H versus Cody Rhodes showdown somewhere, whether it's WrestleMania or if, if Cody wants that creative uh, control and that ability to produce mm-hmm. after, since they've gutted NXT... You could yeah. easily slot him in there as a, get, a, like, if, if he's not going to be an in-ring talent, if, they, if they've mm-hmm. gotten him for the production side of it. Because what for all of my naysaying about AEW, he did a lot of great things with his own little like subdivision within AEW. And a lot of it was bringing a bunch of unknown or relatively unfamiliar faces mm-hmm. onto national television and making stars out of them. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. He has a training school. I mean, he's still going to be working with the Nightmare Factory. He's still a teacher, and he's been, if, if AEW's record over the past few years speaks for itself, he's a very good teacher. A lot of their stars came from Cody and from QT. And so I could, if WWE isn't going to get petty with this, if they actually are going to give him a chance, putting him down in developmental could be a great idea. Because if it, if it is just Bruce Pritchard and HBK down there, like, running NXT... Bruce is tired because Bruce is also doing the main roster. Bruce has got the podcast. Bruce is overworked. They need to bring in someone to work with Shawn Michaels. I think Especially Cody Rhodes can't come back anytime soon. Exactly. And I think Cody Rhodes would be perfect for that. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot WWE can do with him. And like we said last week on the podcast, Cody Rhodes, when he was in WWE, got Arrow. When he was in AEW, he got the Go Big show. He got a reality show that's been canceled. Like he, it, it what AEW wasn't the gateway to Hollywood that I think he thought it was going to be. It was a great gateway to the boardroom. It was a great way to meet a lot of executives. But I think he knows going back to WWE, he can get that acting career back on track. He can yeah, get that. He saw Warner Media at the top of the of the masthead of TNT, and then went, "Oh yeah!" And when Warner Media went, "I we don't know what AEW is," they yeah. kind of you know because they were talking about doing all these crossover things with all their shows barely like a fraction of that shit actually happened mm-hmm. and and i think when cody saw that happening i mean and i don't want to obviously put thoughts in his head as if like i know what he's thinking if it was me and that's one of the reasons why i went over i would be thinking about all the people who actually hooked me up funnily mm-hmm. enough with warner media properties like arrow yeah exactly no and, and it does it, it has always kind of read like TNT and TBS are very happy. Warner Media is still like, we'll we'll put Rhodes to the top on HBO Max, but mainly because it's now in syndication. Because we don't we're not making new episodes. We need to we need to monetize it. Um, and so it it does feel like there there is 
Yeah, it just feels like he he can't be they, the public persona he wants to be in AEW. They made righteous gemstones. And spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched season two, but it's not really a spoiler. There's wrestlers involved. Mm-hmm. Not a single AEW person or talent okay. is there. In, in in like how even Glow had 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 real you know wrestlers mm-hmm. in it. So uh, they, are they, are they working? I because I'm I'm behind on Righteous Gemstones. So have they have they brought in like independent wrestlers or is it actors playing wrestlers? I think it's actors because I remember seeing somebody posted the uh, oh shit the casting and it just said like the the wrestling like wrestler type wrestling fans. Okay, uh, gotcha. Look for they were, it's, I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything for the show for people. No, no, you're fine. Uh, yeah, no, I just wanted I just wanted to make sure before we start calling any like independent wrestlers who are just working hard to get those SAG credits. You well, know, let's like, just say let's just say the important part was there was no AEW talent. Yeah, uh, no, and that again, it, it, it outside of like that one time everyone wore Rick and Morty masks. They don't really have a lot of they don't have a lot of crossover, and and that was in the that was in the very early days, but. From from what it sounds like, AEW is in a place where they can survive without Cody Rhodes. It sounds like Cody Rhodes is in a place where he can survive without AEW. And so we just get to enjoy the wrestling world, like fans in the in the late '90s, watching people jump ship and figure out where they're going. Hell, can you imagine if MJF joins Cody Rhodes in a couple of years? It it could get wild. It could be so Where's so it? crazy. I mean, is that- it- it could happen soon, right? I mean, man, I'm still trying to get answers from Tama. I don't even have, I don't even know what's going on in AEW right now. Um, it it definitely, definitely is a wild. Man, we're just wild looking out week. the cold here, my dude. What's going I on? I will actually find like myself it. at AEW Revolution. Oh, a, fr- a friend of mine has an extra ticket, and I was like, you know, it's in Orlando, and I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to go, but then I'm like, I just realized I had never seen CM Punk wrestle live. There you go. And as we've talked before, I said I would go to AEW if Hangman Page was the champion, and he's still the champion right now. Yep. So I'm going to go see some cowboy shit. Man about a horse. <laughs> I don't know if they ha- uh, they'll, they'll be able to bring it into the venue at UCF, but. <laughs> no, they, I don't think they're allowed to work. They have to work with the horse since they speak no, it- off the stage. Oh no! Yeah, no, they no, haven't. They've that. done. They've done very little animal stuff in AEW since. That's the- fine. Yeah, no, they, as, as they should be. Hell, they were scaring Pharaoh, let alone the, the oh, horses they Pharaoh. rented. Um, but no, yeah, it, it does sound like Revolution's going to be a hell of a card, especially, especially if they have to respond to Cody Rhodes wrestling the night before. Um, <laughs> Do you think any of the Bullet Club situation is going to spill over to AEW now? Yeah, I think, I think this whole Jay White, Adam Cole thing, especially now that Jay White has sided with the Good Brothers who were kind of AEW-adjacent side characters last year, and now that now that Kenny Omega's injured, they need a new reason to bring the Good Brothers back onto AEW television. Hell, I wouldn't be surprised if Jay White has Don Callis by his side at some point. Um, like just the way everything's going, anything can happen. But yeah, there's gonna be a it's gonna be a dog collar match. It's gonna be a, a wild time. You're gonna get to see CM Punk live. I also thought I'd never seen CM Punk wrestle live until I found out that he did a run in under a hood at an independent show I went to once. Uh, <laughs> In in yeah, shout out to shout out to freelance wrestling. They had they had CM Punk show up once, uh, without without anybody know, without even I guess the wrestlers in the match even knowing. Um, yeah, oh yeah, it it gets wild in Chicago, baby. Uh, but speaking speaking of wild, it was trending on Twitter today. We've been talking a lot about it on the podcast. The hell is going on with the Queen of England? You see, we have been talking about the fact the Queen of England has been brought uh uh out of the public eye, so to speak, since about no- November, 
it seems. And they were going to like, she's, she's transitioning into a new phase. You'll see her final form in like, I guess, February or March or something like that. Well, now we're here in February. All we've heard so far are reports that like people keep hearing the queen saying from behind closed doors, I can't move real well these days, but I'm here, definitely here. Uh, now you've got apparently news that she has uh, uh, contracted a mild case of COVID. So shout out to the queen. Hope, hope she recovers from that. Um, but it just seems like I would I, I would not want to work for Buckingham Palace right now. Like it was straight up trending on Twitter today. The queen has died. And then under it said the queen has not died, but it's still trending on Twitter for some reason. Imagine a, if you <laughs> and, and, a, and, a, and a bunch of people, by the way, started changing their profile picture to BBC to the yep. BBC logo no. and their Twitter name. And then they posted it. And yep. every time I scroll through, I was like, oh, there we go. Oh, no. Nope. Oh, there we go. Oh, no. Nope. You're a Thomas podcast listener. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Yeah. Cause that is horrible. Do, don't no, 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 no. As, cause, cause that karma will come back to you at some point. Yeah, no, as, as a bastard relative of uh, Queen Elizabeth II, please don't, please don't, please don't fake her death online. Please don't uh, impersonate the BBC. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't think it's a crime. I was but... just going to say, I mean, they're a government uh, owned, right? So is that a crime to impersonate the BBC? Possibly. It, it, it's especially when you get the queen involved, because like this, this was going to be my point. There's a very long, complicated process in announcing the queen's death. And so like I it doesn't if they if there are, isn't even smoke that they've started step one, that queen is still alive or at the very something. least. We know that she has connections and you definitely don't want to piss those people off. So No, absolutely. Absolutely not. You don't want to, you don't want to piss off the Royals even in even in 20. Yeah. You don't, want to, you don't want to think you're being cute on the internet and then next thing you know James fucking Bond shows up at your door. Yeah, cuz they have those. They they're, they're <laughs> some they sometimes they have my 6. It's a real thing. Yeah, sometimes sometimes their name is Roald Dahl, sometimes their name is Christopher Lee, but either way, they've got those people. They will Literally, They've got the Kingsmen. Yep. I mean, I watched that movie. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the Kingsman, the uh, uh, League of Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen that I didn't know I needed. Uh, <laughs> it literally, uh, everybody they've knighted has to fight on behalf of the Queen. So it's true. Uh, Elton John, Patrick Stewart. Ding. You know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Paul McCartney's going to be coming at you with a <laughs> harmonium. Like, All you need is love. No, not right now, Paul. No, they're going to, he's, he's going to, he's going to pull out some tricks he learned from John Lennon when, when it comes to the Queen. <laughs> Hell, he wrote a whole song about her. Her Majesty's a very fine girl. Um, oh, yeah. What else? So, the, but no, I had to address it because it was trending, and we've been doing this Queen Watch bit for long enough that, like, I had I had to bring it up. And like I said, I'm related to her, so technically it's my fan. It's technically my family we're talking about, even even if my whatever relative re revoked her Duchesshood or whatever. So it's I'm called. still in the in the mindset that it's a she's turning into Voltron with made out of corgis. It's corgis well, and whiskey. That's what's keeping her going. That's that's what I thought when they were like, yeah, the queen's going to be in her final form. I'm like, oh, she's like Frieza. She's going to she's going to become a mech. She's going to like she's going to have a robot suit. She's going to have like that RoboCop like visor on. Robo what, queen. What's that one um cartoon character where it's like a brain in a jar like on a on a robot? I think of oh, Futurama. Like I'm not yeah. I, no, I know it, the the pre yeah she's gonna turn into Nixon from Futurama where she's just a head she's a head in a jar on the body actually, of yeah. a drunken robot. I think she actually does have uh, there's actually a, 
a version of her in that show where she's in the head in the jar. No. All the stuff. Oh no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put that in the universe. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have a robo queen. Well Shut we're up. not gonna we're not gonna have a robo queen. We've got a we've got a, a cold skull yeah. king over here in North America, but over in Britain they're gonna have a robo queen. Shout out to Futurama who wants to reboot without uh, without uh, John DiMaggio and it's stupid. Oh boy, we'll get into that on a different episode because I got a whole I got a whole hour to talk about the the Futurama reboot. But uh, we have been talking at length on this week's Thomas Island. Like I said, we will be back next week with more to talk about. If you're an Islander, we'll we'll be cutting it up in happy hour this weekend, trying to figure out what the hell is going on in Thomas Island and and Bullet Club and and all Maybe of somebody the, there will know. <laughs> you know, it's entirely possible. I still I I still think it's possible sam knows more than he's telling us there's a there's a whole lot of subscribers that i'm like i think uh, i think you're i think you're clued in yeah, um out, by the way to the only source of information i trust uh ross w berman and also <laughs> sam fourth, from, the fourth thomas island trust, ross w berman the fourth yes that's very right. important we do not have a seance to, to contact the previous iterations of, the, of, of ross berman yep shout out shout out to my high school principal for just going with it when i told him that was my name it's been my name ever since uh but anyway we will we will be talking more like i said we're going to be bringing on those thomas island subscribers to kind of talk more about what's been going on get their reactions because uh until until we get can get a hold of tama we need to keep producing podcasts and we need to keep producing content so we are gonna those analytics up <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're gonna be chopping it up like i said it'll it'll be like this week we'll probably start off with reactions to whatever the whatever new ass development has happened on social media or on television or however is is we are going to be learning more about the uh the betrayal of god um but until then john where can people find you if you want them to find you uh well until i hear from tama hiding uh <laughs> hiding hiding in, in your in your undisclosed bunker yeah yeah uh let's see well y'all can find me on uh, linktree.com slash john sebastian j-o-h-n s-e-b-a-s-t-i-a-n and also on twitter uh under the same name john sebastian uh come come find me but don't find me find me just on on social media please thank you hell yeah and karen where, where can people find you if you want them to find you Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Hey Karen Sensei. I also do stardom coverage for post wrestling. Tonight I will be up very, 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 very late for a stardom uh, Cinderella Journey, which is their next pay per view, and that report will go up tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Um, please don't Jay and Silent Bob me and like show up at my front door. I'd, <laughs> I'd rather that not happen. But yeah, if, if you if you see me at a show, say hi. Lead with your name mm -hmm. and your social media handle. That helps me out. And so I'm not instead of like I'm like you're. Bob five thirty two Thomas Island. Okay, great. But tell me what you want me to call you. Tell me exactly. your pronouns. Have a great day. Indeed, indeed. And yeah, shout out to Karen. She's been doing great stardom coverage, especially with the breaking news that Kyrie Sane has returned to stardom. And not only has she returned to stardom, she took a she took a move from WWE's playbook, dropped her last name, and she's just Kyrie now. So shout like out to share all caps. Yep. Shout out to Kyrie in, in stardom. She's put on a bit more muscle. And so like I'm scared for every stardom woman that is going to be crossing her path over the next like 
forever, I guess, because like she's it's not like she's going to be slowing down. But yeah, she's not so, contracted. So she's just keep in mind, she's a freelancer. Oh, she, she could show up anywhere. Hell yeah. I'm ready for the summer of Kyrie and the summer of Tama. And like I said, if you want to find me, I'm at Ross W. Berman IV on Twitter, Ross Berman IV on Instagram, Ross Berman bandcamp for all of your uh, folk blues and rhythm and blues needs. Uh, I'm going to be releasing an album soon called I'm Your Lover Man. It's an album of, of gospel songs. I'm preaching the gospel of peace, love and fucking it all up. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a raucous time. It's a am excited. It's a raucous album full of Puritan music. Um, but uh, you can find the podcast at Thomas Island on Instagram and on uh, Twitter and obviously twitch.tv slash Thomas Island. If you want to watch us record it live every Tuesday at 630 p.m., head over to Patreon dot com backslash thomas island and join that islander tier if you want to join us in happy hour or hell if you want to come on the podcast and tell us what the hell you think of everything that's been going on because that's where we're going to be grabbing our guests until tama yeah. finally finally surfaces with the head of jay white or chris bay or whoever he scalps to to get some revenge yeah i don't want to say we're the just old. not show or evil leave show and evil <laughs> and you drew out of this and he, is going, he, is going, he is going to Japan. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh God, don't don't even. You I'm leave, sorry. You leave my house of torture boys alone. I'm just I'm just here to drop the chaos grenade. I'm sorry. Go jerk. ahead. <laughs> you jerk. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, come come hang out, and also, uh, you know, if you have any idea what the fuck's going on, you know, you just let yeah, us hit us up. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Listen, I'm not shy. Just just twit twit me or whatever it's called. And, um, you know, like I, yeah, like I said, we got to keep podcasting. So we'll take unverified stuff. Just throw us your scoops. If you see conspiracy you see, link tweets, we'll just, we'll just yeah. like run through them all. If you see Tom in a Polish airport, let us know. Anyway, we are, we, this has been Thomas Island this week. We'll be back next week until then, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other and enjoy your week folks. I almost, I almost threw up the two sweet to say goodbye. I caught myself. Oh, no. I know. I I've got a lot. I got a lot to unlearn over the next new, week. You're doing like a palm tree. Like this is like a like a like an island with a palm tree on it. I'm just, I'm just gonna throw up the West Side Crips right now. I don't know. I don't know who to. <laughs> Wait, what I'm side like, of Chicago I, are you on? I'm on the North Side. I'm fine. We don't. I don't think we have Crips. Uh, anyway, this this has Where been Thomas. <laughs> I'm about to find out. That's for sure. All right, folks, take care. Enjoy your week, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun series, weekly happy hour Zoom calls with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.